I laugh a lot during uh, the shoot, uh, <laughs> especially okay. when I have my camera and I'm taking the pictures. And for example, there is a couple kissing each other and I'm like, wow, yes, yes, I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so I'm always laughing that I sound like a pervert. Sorry. <laughs> <clears throat> isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wine craves where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry so that you can learn from us and grow your wedding business. If what you love is shooting elopements and intimate weddings, then this episode is going to be for you because we are introducing you to Scottish-based rangefinder rising star of 2021, Bernadetta Kopietz, whose love for authentic emotional photography has catapulted her work onto platforms such as Junebug, Something Blue Weddings, Whimsical Wonderland Weddings, and more. Let's get to know Bernadetta and her photographic journey thus far. I want to talk to her about her who's, her what's, her why's, her when's, and her how's in this episode. An episode, of course, which is sponsored by With Jack, and new sponsor to the show, Wooden Banana, but I will get onto that a little bit later in the show. For our video watchers out there, you may have realized that Greg is not beside me. Um, so I can't ask Greg what we're drinking because I have brewed myself my own coffee because his family is ill. But we're still joined. What are you drinking? We're then? still joined by Greg. I am drinking Night Swim coffee. What I've got oh, here on the got no- the good stuff. <laughs> it's the it's the good stuff. Uh, I've got here uh, Floriberto area pink bourbon. You got flavor notes of uh, cantaloupe, golden raisin, rose, lemon zest. It's a Colombian. And it's a washed. So very very cool. <laughs> Greg, what are you what are you drinking over in your house? Thank you for actually joining us today, uh, Greg. I've- brewed up an AeroPress with whatever beans I had lying around and I think they were the hard lines beans that we had a couple of months ago so they're a bit old now a couple of months they're doing the trick oh my god they're doing the trick (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and we're also joined by Bernadetta hello how are you hi I'm fine thanks (laughs) thank you for joining us yeah uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, my heart is still racing. <laughs> it's like, do, 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 do. You'll be fine, you'll be fine. Like, like, we're, like, Greg I and I were saying, like, like Greg and I were saying um, before we hit record, you'll be absolutely fine. And it's basically a chat about the stuff that we love, why we love it. And yeah, it's just, it's just a good, it's just a good time. It's just a good time. Yeah. yeah. So, Bernadetta, do you do you have a coffee there to help calm your racing heart? No, I have water. Tap water. water. Still tap water. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> With coffee, I probably will have heart attack. <laughs> so yeah. no, just the water. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, sorry if this is a bit of a, a, a clunky episode, listeners, just because there's three different locations. Uh, we might be a little bit slow. Um, although Greg has promised me his internet is better these days than what it was, but uh, his laptop is still dying, yeah. so we'll... <laughs> 
Absolutely. Brenda, when 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 we were chatting on um, Instagram, you you were surprised that we wanted to speak to you on the podcast. Yes, <laughs> mostly because I started. Um, mostly because I started my photography journey, like wedding photography journey, last year. Like last year was the full year when I photographed weddings. Mm. I quit my job in April 2020, but my first wedding was in August, on 13th of August 2020. So I had about four months when I could rest after my very stressful job. Uh And I still feel that there are other photographers who are more experienced, who have something more to tell. So yeah, mostly because of that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the way I see it is <clears throat> you, you've not been photographing long, but so far you have accumulated the accolade of a rising star, which is yeah. no mean feat. <laughs> so perhaps the rest of us are doing something wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I also find it strange that we've, oh wait, I mean, obviously you've, You've not been going for that long, but we haven't met in person, um, which I, I, I do find a little bit strange just because we both love to shoot mm, elopements. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe in time we shall work together. Someday. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> yeah. But being, being new to the industry is also something that's quite good for our listeners to hear from because yeah. sometimes if they're new to the industry, it's hard to relate to other photographers who've been doing it for five, six, seven years, whereas hearing somebody else's perspective who's in the same position as them, but being really successful could be good for them. Yeah. Yeah. This is something what I can tell about. Yes. Sorry for my voice. I was, I had problem with my sinus, so my voice doesn't sound like that usually. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. That's fine. I hope you're, hope you're feeling better. Yes, it's much better at this moment. It was much worse a week ago. <laughs> oh man! Uh, no, that's happening. So, have you have you been out shooting recently? Uh, oh my goodness! I had the wedding uh, two weeks ago. Oh, sorry, last last not la- two weeks ago. Oh my goodness! I can't remember. Two weeks ago. <laughs> sorry, no, it was second of April. I have no idea. No, I'm wrong. What's today? Twenty something? Twenty seventh? Is it? I think oh. it's 27. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So I had the wedding, not last Saturday, but two weeks ago on Saturday. It was my last wedding. And then on Tuesday, the same week. So two okay. weeks ago. Sorry. And, and were they both elements as well? <clears throat> I don't have any fever. <laughs> no. The first one was like a mix of elopement uh, intimate wedding. The second one was intimate wedding, but the couple, they dreamed about having an elopement. They uh, couldn't because of parents. So ah uh, yeah, yeah. Ugh, bloody parents. Honestly, get your own wedding. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, you know, actually, uh, t- talking about your your uh, voice being sore. Your throat being sore. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of a couple of conversations <laughs> that I had at Thrive with a couple of individuals who have been listening to the podcast, but put my face with Greg's voice and Greg's face with my voice. 
<laughs> which um, I think must have been pretty pretty strange for them to meet us in person. But now that we're kind of split up, maybe it's easier for people to understand that I am Simon and that the other guy is Greg. And I am Greg. And he's Greg. <laughs> Okay. So, so just for our listeners out and there, and I'm <laughs> Yeah. So, so just for our listeners out there, um, the, Simon's voice is the voice that you hear speaking most often, and he's he's the bigger guy with the beard. Um, in fact, wh- while I'm on Thrive, <laughs> I should thank Lisa Devlin. So, so um, Bernadette, I don't know if you know this, but the, the past, uh, well, not last episode, but the past uh, six episodes or there about uh, we've been doing a um, collaboration with Photography Farm and we were sent this mm-hmm. as a gift from Lisa Devlin so thank you Lisa oh, wow. for the wonderful gift um, I, I don't know if there's anything in it. it it was full of chocolate but it's not now <laughs> it's completely <laughs> empty thank you um, there was, there I did was, it in chat with me. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> so um, yes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that arrived, and I think I ate most of the chocolate, and then left Simon one bar. Yeah, I, I, I think I got a little bit more than one bar, uh, but yeah, I, I have been eating your buttons. You left on your desk, Greg. You have no more buttons. They're gone. Ah, in your face. <laughs> They were for sharing. Because <laughs> sharing's caring. Uh, yeah, so so thank you again, Lisa. Um, uh, but yeah, but yeah. I let Simon go thrive alone, <laughs> which was a bad decision. What are you about? It's a great decision. He went and played with the Sony cameras from the guy look, from Sony. It's a great decision. And uh, look what happened. We've now got two A7S3s, we've got an A7 That's great. We've completely, and a whole bunch of primes. We've completely moved brand. Uh, we were a Panasonic and Canon, and since my experience was, uh, with these Sony cameras was so positive, um, I decided to go the Sony route. Which is also meant that we could um, go the prime route because as videographers, I think I think I'll, I I might get this wrong, but I think most videographers out there or filmmakers tend to go for zoom lenses for live event shooting. Um, I could be wrong in that. Do correct me if you are a videographer that uses primes, please. Um, so it will be a little bit of a, a an interesting way of working since we have been shooting for over 10 years, 11 years? Are we 12 years now, Greg? I can't remember. With shooting I think zooms. it's 11. It's 11 years. So this will be um, our first wedding shooting with primes. So um, I'm excited to, to learn more about them, to be honest. Um, so yeah. They are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I right in saying that you're a, you're a Marvel fan, Bernadetta? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> have you, have I you... love the, the specific sense of humor in that movie, so this is why I love it. Ah, okay, mm. okay, okay. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy type humor. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's more or less like Avengers humor. So okay, yeah. Something I I cannot Im- ex- like explain it. It's like this the specific kind of humor which mm-hmm. I like the most. Okay, okay. So what do you what do you think of like uh, recent shows like um, Moon Knight? 
That's that's the most recent one. Have you have you checked that out yet on on Disney Plus? Not yet. It's the one with um. Oh my goodness, what's that guy's name? No, Oscar no, Isaac. No, no, no. Oscar. I haven't. Oscar Isaac. That's Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Right. So, no, no, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. There's not much humor in it, so I don't know if you'll like it as much. Um, but uh, yeah, it's all right. It's a bit weird. It's a bit strange. Have you watched it, Greg? Yeah, I started it. I started it, but it's again running theme with the sleep deprivation and little baby Dexter taking up all my time. I can't focus on it, and it's definitely a show where you need to concentrate. I think. Yeah, that's kind of like. And it's definitely character. a darker one for Marvel. Yeah. So, I've I'm not going to continue with it until I feel like I can dedicate time to watching it. Mm, fair, it looks good. Fair enough. I'm going to do a. Um, Patreon note just here if you want to hear more perspective content you can follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash perspective by cinema you can sign up for as little as a pound and get the extra content there when we release it um, for those of you who don't know we actually do a Q&A section at the end of every podcast um, if you support us on Patreon you can get that content it's about it's about half an hour worth of extra content uh, per episode. So if that interests you, you should definitely go there. Now, I'm in control of this desk, and I've <laughs> forgotten which button Ooh. does the next section. Let's take a wee guess. Press that yellow button, Simon. Yes, I got it first time. First time. <sighs> what a car crash. <laughs> what <a> podcast. <laughs> Bernadetta. In your own words, who are you and what do you do? Oh my goodness, I was preparing for this aunt, for this question and I don't have an answer. <laughs> so, I am Bernadetta, I am 37 at this moment. I'm a Scotland wedding, intimate wedding and elopement photographer. I was born in Poland and I moved here to Scotland more than seven years ago. I felt in love with this place and I'm so happy that I can call it home at this moment. Yes. Yeah, nice. So yeah. you obviously, you mentioned you're a Marvel fan. So yes. tell us, and you also kind of touched on how you got into wedding photography, but tell us your origin story in wedding photography. Uh, hmm. So I think it started ages ago. I was always dreaming about shooting girls in a beautiful dresses like layers moving on the wind dancing with the wind something like that uh, then i shoot my first wedding in poland to be honest i completely forgot about this it was ages ago i can't even remember <laughs> how many it was about 10 11 years ago okay. it was a very short wedding two hours that's all oh wow then I moved to Scotland and I was working uh, half year in Scotland during the summer time, then half year in Poland during the winter time. So out of wedding season. So that's why when I moved here, um, I was too scared to do to do weddings, mostly because I was thinking that my English isn't good enough and you need English to communicate with the couple, to understand what they need, what they want, and to be able to discuss even some stuff. So 
that's why I was always thinking my English isn't good enough and I still think my English isn't good enough. So sorry sometimes for my accent. Uh, so then three years ago, I wrote a message to a wedding a photographer from uh, Dundee uh, and I asked if I can be the second shooter. So this was my first wedding in Fingas Castle. Mm. Then I went to photography workshop with Mark Pazura and oh, yeah. started shoot with a photography farm, so with Lisa Devlin in Glencoe. Mm-hmm. And then in the meantime, I shoot my first wedding for the Polish couple nearby. So it was as well something cheap, something short. Uh, then I had, so I did three weddings one year. The third one was in Gretna Green, and there is a really funny story behind that wedding. Oh, yeah? I like to be early before each wedding. Uh-huh. So I knew that this one is very, very far from my home. It was about 130 miles, something like that one way. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was about three hours before, just in case. Uh, and <laughs> I locked everything inside my car, like everything. Oh, no. My cameras, my car key. Oh, no. I had only my phone with me. <laughs> So yeah, 130 miles away from home. So yeah, so you are the first people who hear the story. (laughs) So it was the first time as well when I saw and learned how you can break into your car. (laughs) I paid for this about 80 pounds. Oh man. Wow. Yeah. So 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 is is there a technique? Is Is there a teacher's how to break into our cars? No, there was some guy who came, who arrived, and I still had about two hours, one hour, something like that before the wedding, so I still had time. I had to wait about one hour until this guy came, Uh, and yes, he tried to open the car. He said, just in case, we will smash the window. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. I think I think that's all of our. So it was. It's, it's a worst nightmare of everyone's, I'm sure. Like that and having your equipment stolen. No. <laughs> yeah, there was another one I was worried about during this fuel crisis that I will be in the middle in Glencoe somewhere out of phone service, anything yeah. like that, without any fuel. Oh, so I was man. like, oh my gosh, I hope it won't happen to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, well, this was my first wedding. Third yeah, wedding. and then oh, 2020 came. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. <laughs> nice beginning. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so yeah, then it was the first wedding. First, sorry, 2020 year lockdown happened. I quit my job. I was bullied at this work, so oh. it was very stressful. Uh-huh. I said I had to do something, and it was like. I spoke with my model lately, with one of the models, and it was the reason, because I was too afraid to quit the job. So after this bullying, I was like, this or that. So I realized I don't want to die. It was because of COVID. So at the beginning, yeah. no one know what's going on, what's going happen, to happen, especially it was some new virus, very deadly, something like that. So like from horror movies. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, either I will die in my work. 
uh, in the job which I don't like, which is very stressful, uh, not knowing what I can get, what I can achieve, mm-hmm. or I will just quit it and leave the life which I always dream about. And what were you doing at, at that time? What was your first job? Uh, I was working in the office, so it was accounting, HR staff, office uh, worker, something like that. So mix of few things. Yeah, and just quite, yeah. quite different from what you do now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> completely oh, <yeah>. different. <laughs> yeah. So had you? I mean, obviously you had shot in Poland. Um, uh, did you say yeah. the wedding was two hours? That's, that doesn't sound like a Polish wedding to me. I know they're very long, are they not? Famously long. It was, yeah, it, was, uh, it wasn't the traditional wedding. Okay. So it was only the ceremony, some pictures after, and that's all. Yeah, okay. So a very, very small one. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Just as well. I, I heard they can last days. Yes, <laughs> mostly one whole day till the, I don't know, 3 a.m., 4 a.m. next day. Yeah. Sometimes two, three days. So you have wedding after wedding, <laughs> wedding after the wedding, after the wedding. But yeah. <laughs> awesome. So yeah. you you did Mark Procure's workshop. Was that the one in Loch Lomond? Yes. Was it was that a Loch Lomond? No, 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 no. Okay. no. It was in Glasgow. It was in Glasgow in his house. It was mostly about marketing, business stuff. We had a style shoot with uh, Lena Sabala. I think you know her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And with her partner, Patrick. So it was this one. Very cool. Mm, Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was a few years... And then Photography Farm. And and, and we love Photography Farm as well. Um, I I can't say enough good things about Photography Farm, to be honest. And uh, Lisa, if you want me to do any more podcasts, I will happily do all the podcasts for you. I'll do them all. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Bernadette, you're, you've quit your job, you've started doing weddings, like what, what motivates you now to, to keep doing weddings? I don't know. I think telling the stories, like being a part of this beautiful, amazing day, this special day and being able to capture all these moments, mm-hmm. especially after lockdown. Maybe I think as well, because my family is still in Poland, so we are mm-hmm. far away from each other. Yeah. And we were very close to each other. So I am thinking as well about like, me being a photographer on the wedding is uh, like a very special role. So I am there to document each moment, mm-hmm. mostly because as well, the bride is very often very stressful, so she can't remember some parts of the of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, both of them are not for all the time in uh, each place, so they are not able to see what's happening. Yeah. So, like being able to document this, the, the, like the day, what's happened, like capturing these funny moments when someone is laughing, when someone is doing some funny face expression, surprises, like all these moments which matter and which create this beautiful story together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. So I, you know what? Talking about stress brides, um, yeah. and I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to move away uh, from, from your work there, uh, Bernadetta, because I didn't 
so I haven't really spoken to Greg much about the wedding that he shot over the weekend th- that I wasn't involved with. Uh, and I heard, <laughs> I heard through our third camera guy, Tom, uh, JD Armstrong, um, that it was um, a, a little bit stressful and chaotic. Am, am I right in saying that, Greg? Yeah. So there was no reason that it should have been stressful because it was a garden wedding in their garden. Possibly that's the only sort of saving grace that there could be for someone being stressed is that the wedding was in their own garden. Mm. So they put up a marquee, 110 guests in the garden. And for some reason, it was two brides. And for some reason, one of them was just really, really highly strung on the day. When it was a very relaxed day, Mm. everything was happening in the same place. She was getting ready off site, came in. And yeah, just the day ran smoothly, but she was just quite uptight, which was a shame because... It's your wedding day. You want to be able to enjoy it. And I'm, I think she did enjoy it. So uh-huh. I'm sure it's fine. But you want to relax and enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if you could fully do that. <laughs> but yeah, it made the day a bit more stressful for us as well. Yeah. But we got there. And Tom, Tom mentioned that there might have been some technical issues. What's What, what, what happened there? One of the we Sony audio recorders on the handheld mic which is usually like a really good source, perfect either backup or main source. And because of the dress that this bride was wearing, she wasn't really able to be mic'd up properly. So we went with the handheld Sony as the main source and a microphone at the speaker for the backup. Okay. And halfway through her speech, she was just like, oh, there's there's a bit of signal interference. <clears throat> it must be this thing that's on the handheld mic. Just Just take that off. And Tom and I were just looking at each other going, uh, it's there for a reason. But we couldn't really run in and interrupt the speeches for that. Actually, we, I possibly would have, but the way the room was set up, I would have had to run out the marquee, round the back, in the back, and then to the table. So it would have taken ages to get there. Okay. And I was just like, I just have to have to hope that the backup's good. And when I got home to, back to the office that night, I checked the backup and I was like, ah, peace of mind. It's usable. Like, oh it's God. not ideal, not what we'd want, yeah. but it's usable. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Oh, you know, so every time I feel like I've left you and Tom to shoot a wedding, it's been, it's been a bit <laughs> c- crazy, <laughs> which I, I think the last time, probably not the last not- time, but what, one, one of the... One of the main times, Bernadetta, that that I left Tom and Greg to do a wedding, because we had two weddings on the same day, and uh, f- uh, mm-hmm. funnily enough, I it was my wedding was at Fing- Fingas Castle, I think was it Fing- Fingas, um, and Greg's- no, you, you were at Fask. Oh, Fask, that's right, Fask, and Greg, you were at Guardswell. Guardswell, that's one, and the wedding ended up um, being viral for the groom being so drunk he was being fed by his mother-in-law his dinner and uh, <laughs> it made it onto lad's bible and all not our video because we wouldn't do that to our client but other people had taken videos on their phone of the groom being this drunk and it made its way around the internet and i just feel sorry uh, and uh, maybe fortunate that 
every wedding I seem to do is wonderful. <laughs> um, anyway, enough of that. Bernadetta, just describe <coughs> your your style of photography for those who <laughs> haven't seen any of your images or don't know your work. Hmm. I was worried about this question because, to be honest, I have no idea what's my style. It's like very often you can hear like this cinematic, fine art wedding, like fine art wedding photographer. And <clears throat> I don't know, it's like I think documentary style. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, with some kind of, um, I don't know, some kind of nostalgia, some kind of. Uh, a lot of people tell tells me like my pictures looks whimsical, something like that. Okay. It's mostly because I love Lord of the Rings and other stuff, mm. so that's why I love this this style. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I love capturing moments, like like unique moments which are happening, especially during speeches, dances. Uh, during the moment, something like that. So I made a challenge for myself, uh, especially for this year. Uh-huh. So on each wedding, I want to do something more creative, at least one very creative picture. So something com- completely different or try to find a different angle, d- different like look at the things. Uh-huh. So something like that. This is my challenge for this year. Very cool. What, what yeah. motivated I don't think you? I can. <laughs> yeah. What motivated you to to challenge yourself? Uh, can you can you repeat? Uh, what motivated you to to challenge yourself like that? What What motivated me? Yeah. Uh, what I was, uh, I think it was Jennifer Moher. Uh, mm. Some kind of uh, video which I watch. Oh mm. yes, she is. Yeah. So I saw her pictures and this is the main reason. And to be honest, I love challenging myself in every aspect of my life. So Mm -hmm. that's why I was like, I don't want to take like the pictures which everyone is taking. I want Mm -hmm. to do something different from time to time. So this is the main reason. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So it's a good mindset to have going into a wedding, trying to just always do something slightly different, always improve, yeah. always tweak, yeah. keep the creativity yeah, exactly. going. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So and are you are you a solo shooter? Do you shoot alone on weddings or do you ever take a second? Mostly, yes. Sometimes my husband is helping me, mostly because last year I had about 40 weddings. So we were traveling all around Scotland. And so either I could travel alone and don't spend time with my husband or he yeah. could travel with me. I could, at the beginning, he was sitting in the car for the for two, three weddings, but because he knew camera settings, he knows uh, how to shoot landscapes. So I asked him to, just to help me, like standing around taking pictures. So uh, this is how we started. So after 10 weddings, he was getting better and better and better. So we did around 30 weddings last year. Okay. Wow. Uh, this year, uh, he's going with me for a few weddings as well. So we'll try to keep this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's great. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, we can and, spend more time together. And he's, <clears throat> and, you, <laughs> and you trust him, you trust him with a camera? He's, he's a good photographer as, as well? <laughs> 
to be honest, I had my camera, it was Canon 5D Mark III, and I was like, oh my gosh, my ISO starts at 200 and above. Uh-huh. And he came to me, he said, no, you have 100. You just need to change settings. <laughs> so, so he's more technical <laughs> with this stuff. I know the basics. Uh, like, I'm not very technician with a camera. I know how to shoot, what the setting should be. Yeah. But he's more like in this technical stuff. So I'm like, okay. So he's sometimes learning me something new. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I am using my camera for like cameras for about 10 years and above. <laughs> like we've, so yes <laughs> yeah we we've talked to enough podcast guests who are more creative minded than technical minded and to be <gasps> honest it really does not matter whether or not <laughs> like like honestly um i could roll up shoot automatic all day and mm-hmm. probably still create something amazing uh i i i really do think that the so art. the fun- <laughs> yeah, so what were you gonna say? The funniest story. It's like because I don't know. Sometimes it's like everyone needs to be perfect. Everything needs to be perfect. So my last wedding, maybe not last, but from this year, uh-huh. was the wedding when I set my thirty-five sigma and eighty-five. But we were in the room. The room was quite small, so I changed thirty-five to twenty-four. Okay. And I forgot that I changed to 24. <laughs> so I shoot everything after on 24. And I came back home and I was like, why I should it all, shoot this on 24? I changed it to 35. And it's like, what happened? And then I say, like, oh my gosh, I changed it in the room. And then I forgot to change to, to 35. So yes, I'm not perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, I, I think that's fine. I, I, yeah. I have a funny feeling because we've been shooting zooms for years that Mm -hmm. that's going to happen with either greg or myself (laughs) no doubt that is absolutely going to happen yeah Uh, so there's going to be times as well that we're filming and we try and rotate we're like oh it's not zooming damn it (laughs) yeah oh it's broken (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh no why did i upgrade this oh my god yeah so oh, yeah. you mentioned you mentioned that you shot sort of forty weddings last year. How many do yes. you normally aim for in a year? Uh, not more than thirty. It's like the last year was my first full time year, so mm-hmm. I didn't know what's my limit, like yep. how many I can shoot. This year I don't want to shoot more than thirty weddings. Okay. Mostly because I am planning to travel a little bit as well, and mm. I would love to be like I. I dream about maybe someone is listening. I dream about shooting a wedding in Tuscany. Tuscany, yeah. okay, all right. <laughs> yes, uh, it's my dream. Uh-huh. Yeah. E- e- would you so, Would you be okay second shooting for someone in Tuscany? Oh yes, okay. I would. Okay. It's always like one step closer, one step closer. If not, I will create something by myself. Yeah. So very yeah. cool. Very cool. No, I, lo- I love that. Uh, listeners, if you've got a wedding in Tuscany and you need a second shooter, <laughs> you know who to call first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would love to. <laughs> yeah. So uh, did what? you did you feel that last year, obviously you did more than what you're doing or planning to do mm-hmm. in the future? Did you feel that doing the 40 pushed you to your limit? Or did you have struggles doing that amount? I think 
It wasn't so bad. October was the worst. I had about 10 weddings during one month. And I was quite stressed that I, like, you are going to shoot the wedding, but then you need to edit the pictures and then you need to do this whole process after as well. Mm. And in between you have other stuff. And I was traveling here and there, here and there. So I think this was the main reason. Like, I don't want to shoot, like even 40 weddings. It's like, I would like as well do some private projects. Mm -hmm. 40 weddings, it's quite a lot of for me. So that's why I will see how will I feel with 30 weddings. And then if that will be necessary, I will go down, down. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. what sort of personal projects would you like? Do you have Do you have in mind any personal projects that you would want to tackle? Uh, I would love to do more editorial stuff, like uh, in a wedding dress, more portrait shoots, because this is something what I started with. Uh-huh. Uh, I started doing uh, portrait shoots for a really really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already did two uh, private shoots, like private projects this year. And because I have three weddings in May, so two or three, I can't remember, something like that, I still have two first week free. So I'm thinking, hmm, maybe I can do something, something for myself. So to be more creative, to push myself further and discover some, I don't know, new techniques or try something new. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was mostly doing something outside. uh, So I would like to try do the editorial inside. Something a little bit different because when you look at the grid on my Instagram account, you can see green color. Oh yeah. And I have it open by the way. uh, So it's like everywhere is green. So that's why I was thinking to do something maybe still with a back like dark backdrop yeah but uh, not outside i don't know why i'm fascinated by natural light going through the window so like chiaroscuro effect this stuff oh yes i'm with you on that so yeah yeah so something like that very cool I actually have to say that was one thing that I absolutely loved about your uh, portfolio just in general was your 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 greens um, it's something that I struggle mm-hmm. with but I, I, I and I, I will get on to the the more creative chat in a minute but I do I do want to know okay. um, going back to kind of the more businessy aspect <clears throat> what mm-hmm. what when you shoot a wedding an elopement or um, a couple shoot what what do you create for your couples uh, hmm, that's a good question <laughs> and my brain is like <laughs> started working <laughs> quite loudly <laughs> uh, so what I create uh, mm-hmm. in the aspect of like preparation before or no funnily enough <laughs> a little bit backwards what what do you give them uh-huh. at the end like what is the final product Ah, okay, okay. So that's why my brain was yeah. like, Ooh. no, it's fine. Okay. I don't, we, we like to we uh-huh. like to start at the back and then work our way forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I always send the uh, the online gallery uh, 
Uh, it as well depends on the package, but I always send the online gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, I use PickTime. Yay. It's not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> we love PickTime. I use PickTime. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, what else? So I like using wooden banana boxes. Yes, as you mentioned them at the beginning. Yes. It's not sponsored as well. <laughs> I'm using them, them for two years, something like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm, so I sent uh, like prints in this box. I always send a box with, I don't know, some treats inside. So I don't know, candles, dried flowers, uh, chocolate, uh, thank you card, something like that. I'm yeah. still thinking what else I can change here. Uh-huh. But this is more or less what I sent. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Sounds lovely. Yeah. And I, I have to say, like, uh, if you haven't seen wooden banana boxes, they are a wonderful product to to give clients and um we were actually going to go with wooden banana <clears throat> funnily enough um however they were so, they were so good that um because typically when photographers um finish their gallery we haven't even started the wedding film so a couple was received this lovely wooden banana box and um we were going to go down the wooden banana box, but then we thought, well, then they're just going to have two wooden banana boxes. Um, so we really spent, we spent a lot of time trying to uh, find another way of delivering our physical uh, product. And my goodness, Mark made it difficult. And it's still <laughs> it, like our our boxes are cool. They're cardboard printed boxes and stuff. Uh, and there's there's whiskey inside with two glasses and a little USB with their film and, and a lovely booklet of Greg and I on the mountains being eaten, uh, eaten by midges. Um, but man, those those wooden banana boxes are amazing. Hey, Greg, do you fancy talking about wooden banana for a bit? Oh, you mean the albums they make? Yeah. Hey, Ian, let's play some of the videos for our viewers. Look at that. Mm. They look so good. Do you know anyone that likes making albums for their clients? No. No. I mean, that's why we're filmmakers, so we don't have to do that. <laughs> but Wooden Banana, they've sort of simplified the process for everybody. Mm. So it's less options, less confusion, usually means more sales. They've got free album designer for you. They've got editable guides that you can work from. They've just made ordering and selling albums as easy as possible. Yeah. And, uh, we, I mean, we've mentioned this already, but how good do they fucking look? Yeah. Those covers, uh, they come in like a classic linen fabric to a more unique suede and velvet. I mean, I... And I have seen these in person as well. They were at the Thrive Workshop that we have continually mentioned on this podcast many a time. They do feel great. I'm not going to lie. And speaking to Mark... Hi! They are actually affordable, uh, which makes selling them worth your time, which is, like, hugely important. So, uh, I mean, you can't really do much better. Plus... Yes, you can. What? You can do better, because if you use the code PERSPECTIVE and register today, you can get 50% off your first sample album. Check that out. Okay, that's pretty good. (laughs) That is pretty good. We do bring it for our listeners. Um... Enjoy that promo code. Beautiful products for photographers looking to grow their business through bespoke customer service. Wooden banana. banana. Wooden banana, baby. Yeah, that's yeah. enough That's enough love for, for wooden banana juice. Okay, I like Mark. It's, you know, it's, it's, 
probably be useful for some people listening to sort of hear how you came up with your sort of packaging, uh, your sort of package that you offer couples mm-hmm. and in terms of like pricing and stuff. Because obviously last year was sort of first full year. You did yeah. 40, you're now cutting <clears throat> that down. So mm. have you had to adjust pricing to take into account that you're limiting the number of weddings? Yes, so my price increased a little bit, mostly as well because I invested in myself a lot. So I love learning. I don't like staying in one place. So I love learning. I love evolving. Mm -hmm. So I invested a lot in myself, in the gear as well. So yes, my price has increased since last year. Yeah, and did you decide... Did you you mentioned packages? Do you do like an elopement package, an yeah. intimate package, or do you have a la carte options as well? Uh, I have three packages for for elopements, like four, six, eight hours. Right. And I have at this moment three packages for weddings. So you have only digital options. So you can get only digital pictures in online gallery. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have. Uh, extra package which is with the box uh, and the last one is like more advanced with second shooter with box with uh, other stuff like a photo album something like that mm-hmm. yeah and are there any so, yeah. are there any um, extras that clients can add on to their package uh, sometimes they can have as well pre-wedding shoot uh, if they would like to uh, if they would like to go for like with elopements, especially today uh, today's adventure. So mm. I can, uh, I offer something like that as well. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love the second yeah. day shooting uh, on an yeah, I'm going to have one like that this year, so yeah, it will be uh, quite a good experience. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's, it is so good. We actually had a lovely experience up in uh, Sky, uh, going up the old man um, on mm-hmm. the second day. And it was just nice just to, like, have the formalities done. You know, the couple are, are wedded. They're, they're, they're not as stressed if they are stressed on an elopement. Um, and it's just, you know, you just get to know them a little bit better. And I think that's yeah, super exactly. important. Yeah. So when you when you go to make, uh, you know, their film or, or their gallery, you know what kind of things that they're going to like a little bit more than if you had just offered them the Q and A, um, or a form to fill out. So yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, <laughs> my daughter. No, it's okay. It's all right. Uh, I feel like I'm drowning in coffee. Like I've finished the whole craft. It's I have ridiculous. Mug. <laughs> I have another one as well, just in case. Wow. Oh my goodness. We'll only a toilet break. Uh, my goodness. We we mentioned earlier that we've just switched to Sony. We've joined the dark mm-hmm. side. Yeah. So oh, what no. what's in what's in your kit bag? Did you say you were Canon? Are you yes. still Canon? Yes, yeah. I'm and I was buying my new gear last year. It was August, something like that. And I was thinking about mirrorless, but then I Mm. said, no, I'm going to stay with full frame Canon FD Mark IV. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm really, uh, I don't know, maybe because mirrorless is too advanced, like (laughs) technical advanced. 
And I like to, like, I don't know, I actually like the camera which I have at this moment. So, mm-hmm. yes, I'm Canon. I have uh, Canon lenses, two Canon lenses and two Sigma lenses. And yeah. what, what focal length? You mentioned you had a, a, 20, a 24. Yes, the newest baby, <laughs> 35. It will, oh, oh my goodness, I'm trying to, uh, I love 50 millimeters. Yeah. So this is my favorite ever one. So if okay. I will have to choose only one lens, this one will be my, the only one. Uh-huh. Uh, I have as well 85. So at this moment, I am trying to push myself into combo 35 and 85. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I did one wedding. I thought two, but... <laughs> The second one was with 24, not 25. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh-huh. I did only one wedding at this moment with this combo and mm-hmm. it's quite okay. Yeah. It's mostly because I try, I don't know, I feel 30, like 50 the most. It's the lens which, uh, which with I worked for a long time uh-huh. and I really love it. It's amazing for portraits and photos outside mm. but i'm trying to learn sync through 35 at this moment uh, and is that are you finding that an easy process to to change the way you see things <laughs> when i do landscapes people seem to be so small <laughs> <laughs> so as i say oh, no <clears throat> so yeah this i think this is the worst for me mm-hmm. Uh, okay. The worst lens at this moment is 24. Sometimes with when I'm shooting inside yeah. and you have walls, it's like the angles are, mm. I don't know, yeah. so strange. And sometimes the legs are, when you try to straighten them up, the legs seems to be so like <laughs> strangely long. Oh man, okay. <clears throat> What's, what, what is the 24 that you've gone for? Sigma. Sigma. Is it a Sigma Sig- art lens? Yes, Sigma okay. Art lens. Yeah, okay. this one. Interesting. I don't have any experience with the 24 Sigma Art, um, but I'd be interested to hear anyone else's experience with that. So <laughs> hit us up in your uh, your DMs for Instagram. Um, yeah. Yeah. I bought it mostly because I used 50 as like, it was my main lens. So that's yeah. why I bought 24 to have this like more or less mm, like, proportion something like that so yeah that's yeah. why but I i'm you. not using it very often yeah i yeah. mean it, a 24 i used to always go for a 24 to 70 it was always my go-to um mm-hmm. and usually when we were shooting at like 4k at 50p that would crop in by a yeah. so it would be a it would be a kind of like a an APS-C crop yeah on your, on your sensor um but I, I recently got, oh, obviously, because we got a whole stack of lenses. I, ha- I have on this thing the, uh, the Sony 20, 20 uh-huh. millimeter, which um, uh, that's the 1.8, which I think is going to be incredibly wide. Uh, mm. But I bought it with the um, motivation of this being the kind of the backup um, mm-hmm. angle to see the whole room. But also my yeah. kind of go-to for... Um, dancing, because I really like to get in. Ah. I like to get into a Kaylee. Yes, I like, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, mm. uh, I think that would be a, a rather fun lens. So I'm, I'm 
because I, ha- I haven't used any of this kit yet, I'm, I'm still very I'm excited. I'm a bit antsy to get out there and, and shoot. Um, but yeah, I think our next one's uh, another Sky Elopement, so uh, there won't be a Kaylee then, which I'm disappointed about. <coughs> but hey You can always dance. Some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> yeah. um, so, so you mentioned your bodies, you mentioned your lenses. Is there anything else in your kit bag that you that you used? Do you carry a flash on you? Um, do you yes. have any extra yes. batteries, memory cards, like all that kind of good stuff? Always. I have about... 10 batteries inside my bag. Whoa, nice. Uh, just in case. Just, I always like to be prepared, just in yeah. case. Okay. Uh, I have about like a box with, I don't know, there is as well about 10 memory cards inside, something like that. Okay. Just in case. Yeah. So I like to be prepared. I have two flashlights. Okay. I use them mostly with dancing, like in the evening when the light is really dark. Yeah. And to be honest, I have no idea. It's like they are set as I bought them. So yeah, I don't like flashlights, but uh-huh. I know that sometimes you need to use them. So that's why I have one which I discovered last time on Obscura Workshop with Olivia and Dan. So it's AI canon flashlight okay so uh-huh. it's moving by itself like depends where it has to find the source of like bouncing the light something like that yeah maybe i'm wrong but i'm not very good with this technical stuff so that's why yeah oh that's fine uh, so i'm 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 back scrolling through your your feed there uh-huh. obviously that you don't you know you don't post a lot of dancing so no. I'm, so i can't see any use of flash and i'm assuming and I, again, I could be wrong, that you're not going to mm-hmm. use it outside as a fill. Or would you? Probably, no, I don't no. use any photos at this moment. Maybe okay. I will put them into the grid when I will have like this few pictures in one post, uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. But yes, you can definitely find them on my website. Mm. So yeah. I try, and this is the best as well, when I have second shooter, so when my husband was helping me, so he was the person who is doing safe shot for me. And I was usually standing at the back trying to use the natural light sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So the light which was in the room, mm-hmm. sometimes I was playing with shutter speed. So this is something what I really like. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so this was this is the best sometimes when you have a second shooter. Yeah. So you can be more creative. You can do something different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I think I think that's why probably Greg and I like to work together. Um, I'm, on, I'm just browsing through your website again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, do you, I don't see any use of prisms or anything like that. Do you, no. do you use no, reflections no, no, no. or like when you're uh, out? Do you use the water or what, what's your? Uh, I I don't like I used only once the prism. It was during the photography workshop last year. Oh yeah. I got it from Gary uh, f- from Glasgow. I can't remember like Rocks and Queens. Yeah, yeah. The name. Gary Ferguson. Gary Ferguson. With this one, so he uh, let me try it, but. Uh, 
I don't feel it. So not at this moment, maybe at some point. Mm -hmm. I love reflection. So this is something what I discovered lately. Mm. So playing with the mirrors. I would love to try this like uh, reflection in your phone. Oh yeah, when you when you kind of lie it flat. Yes, yes. So I would like to yeah, I would like to try this one, but mostly when I can find some, I don't know, like mirrors on the wall. Yeah. So, so to set yourself in a specific position to go to take the picture. Yeah. So in case our listeners, well, if you're watching this, awesome, I can show you. Um, But quite often, well we do during preps if i've forgotten my prism i will whack out my phone which is an iphone 12 and i'll just hold it up to the camera like this if you can see i know it's a dark mm-hmm. room i apologize and you're just kind of shooting like that and tilting it and you can get some really interesting reflections and if you're shooting quite wide open you can't tell it's a phone so it's it's quite you know the the items that we have on our on our carry can still be quite useful for creating cool images um i have a question do you do you take the cover from the phone when you shoot like that um it so was, it, it really sometimes helps. that helps yeah especially because if you're using the front of the phone where the screen is uh-huh. sometimes like it can auto turn on and then uh-huh. that just ruins it yeah so if you use the back where it's just pure black and shiny okay yeah you don't yeah. have you don't run into that problem uh-huh okay why am I asking? It's quite hard to remove my one. Yeah, no, I, I, some, it, it, really <laughs> de- it depends on what cover, I suppose. I, <clears throat> I actually don't tend to do that because um, you can't really tell with my phone. There's a, a little bit of a lip on it, but I think uh-huh. for the most part, it's you're shooting so wide open, you don't really tend to notice it. Um, okay, I need to try it. Oh, definitely. It's 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 rather fun. A- another thing is, um, if you take your camera lens, you switch on your light, and you just kind of like shoot with it, with the light going into your lens. Although it's quite an ah. artificial light, it is quite an artificial light. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that, but that can be fun to create like weird flares and stuff. Um, just just you know, while we're talking about doing creative stuff oh, wow. with things that we have on us. Um, Sometimes I heard that you can as well use something see something like that but when you use the filter not like on the lens mm-hmm. so you can do something like so you have a, an effect of a foggy uh, something like that some people are yep. briefing on the lens as well to oh, yeah. achieve this yes. something like that sometimes happen by accident when there is a huge yeah. humidity yep. so it's like why my pictures are so blurred yeah well do you do you, <laughs> do you use any uh, filters on your camera lenses because so right now we shoot with um a a, a promist a quarter strength promist on our lenses as well as we've now got nd filters uh, I am using at this moment only uh, the filter to protect the lens. So okay, it's, it's I can't even remember the name of company. Is that but t- oh, there's so many out there. So many. Yeah. it's quite popular. It's quite popular, but I can't remember. Is it Tiffin? Uh, no, not no. this one. Definitely not this one. Okay. It's the Hoya. Oh yeah, Hoya. Oh, oh Hoya. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Hoya. Yeah, yeah. Hoya. Uh, Filter, so I am using mostly to protect the lens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it, by the way, if you don't have any lens covers at all, 
I would recommend you getting one yeah. because it, <laughs> I mean, there's been a couple of times throughout my whole career that I've dropped a lens. Not that many, but you know, the lens, the, the protective lens, the UV mm-hmm. protection um, has saved my lens. So um, yeah, that's, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it costs about seventy pounds. Depends on the dimension of the lens. And yes. Yeah, which is yeah. unfortunate if you're a, a Canon shooter because their RF glass is rather big. If you're a Sony shooter, well, the lenses are really tiny. I mean, I've had to, like yeah. literally. You can see if if you're watching this, we had old ND filters. I've had to buy stepper rings because the Sony the Sony. Uh, lenses are so small. I've had to buy three stepper rings just to use the oh, ND wow. filter. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so going back to Gary, by the way, Gary Ferguson, shout out to Gary Ferguson because when I was at Photography Farm, he let me borrow his uh, 35. Uh, oh, wow. So he was one of the reasons <clears throat> that motivated me to, to get the new camera. So thank you, Gary. Greg probably doesn't like you anymore, but I like you. <laughs> Um, all right so anything else in your camera bag that we haven't spoken about do you use flares at all flares smoke grenades smoke do you you use i used only no i used smoke grenades only once it was in glencoe i was gonna say no i'm not carrying anything like it's too heavy yes yeah that's why yes i'm not using 50 millimeter prime lens because uh-huh. it's too heavy mm-hmm. yeah. and I like and I was using 50 millimeters wine 1.4 which cost I don't know 350 pounds something like that uh-huh. yeah this I, one. I don't know if the that's prim- going focus but if you're watching this you can see the image on the prime lenses cost about 1200 pounds and they are quite heavy so <laughs> 50 millimeters is the lens which i always take with me in the mountains for any trips it's the lightest ever lens i had so far yeah very cool yeah yeah uh, awesome um, because sometimes people think that they need to have like very expensive cameras, very expensive lenses. Yes, that yeah. they might sometimes help you, but I always think that you can take pictures with whatever you have. Sometimes even with your iPhone. Oh yeah. And actually, that that's where I thought you yeah. were going to go when you said that you'd locked your equipment in your car and you just had your phone. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were going to shoot with the phone. Just I'm in like, case, yeah. <laughs> I, like, oh. I had my phone with me, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I've never done it, but you could probably do it pretty yeah. easily, to be honest. Yeah, um, Yeah. the majority of us know how to take a photograph. And as long as you yeah, have that base true. knowledge, you know, the cameras are good yeah. enough, you could probably just... Yeah. yeah. I'm um, saying it mostly because I know a few photographers who are waiting to get better gear yeah. to start doing something okay. mm-hmm. but even when you have something just start doing it it's like you are closer this one step closer to achieve your goals yeah yeah just uh, just start yeah just absolutely. start absolutely. just start and learn uh, i was doing photos for about seven years on canon 60d so it's yeah. APS-C. Mm-hmm. um yeah i mean look if, if you don't trust our word for it look at the success of um 
Oh shit! Now I've totally forgotten what, what it's actually called. Um, these kind of digital uh, FaceTime sessions where you don't even need to be in the same room; you could be halfway around the world. Um, Nikki yeah. Ledbetter, um, very good at these FaceTime sessions. Uh, now, am I getting that right? Is that what they're called, FaceTime sessions? Yeah, there was. They started off as FaceTime sessions, but then there was software developed that did it for you. It was using your phone yeah. lens and sensor as the actual camera mm-hmm. the photographer just controlled it and used put their processing on it so yeah that was an example of phone quality photos being used by professionals yeah and um i mean it's it, it's not gone away um in fact i really do want to get tim dunk on the podcast because he is the um i don't, I don't want to did he create the idea um i don't know if that's the right word but um he started doing that, and obviously over COVID, that became very popular. But they're still they're still around. So, um, yeah, if they can do it, so can you. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm Ashley from With Jack. I'm one of the sponsors of the Perspective Podcast. With Jack helps to keep photographers in business by supporting them financially and legally if they have problems with a client or they make a mistake in their work. We've all had that fear of our CF card or our hard drive failing and losing important photos. You can find out more at withjack.co.uk. Head over there and find out how we can help you be a confident creative. All right, let's let's talk about some of the pre-production aspects of shooting uh, an elopement or even an intimate wedding. Um, obviously, you mentioned that you were traveling around quite a bit with your husband. Um, so, what what is involved with um, traveling and shooting, and you know how 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 do you do it? What's your approach? I get into the car <laughs> with my kid. Before before you get into your car, if you okay. if you can get into your car, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so what's the like the process before? Yeah. So the I planning process. My planning process. Mm. Oh my goodness, I love my planning planning process. So like okay. step by step, what I'm doing, I love doing s- stuff like that. So um, I'm in touch with the couples uh, through emails always before the wedding, like from the beginning when we signed the contract. Uh So we discuss all the things and I always tell them that I'm very flexible, especially with the weather condition here in Scotland. Oh, yeah. So if something happens, we can move the ceremony a little bit further if the celebrant will agree as well, it's like, yes, it's like the teamwork. Um, so this is, so yeah, I'm in touch with the couple. Mm-hmm. Then uh, when, at the beginning, when I started my work, I didn't book an accommodation when I was shooting, I don't know, Glencoe, Kangorm, somewhere further, but... Yeah. Uh, this year I started booking something. It's quite a long journey sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and during the ceremony, like during development, you feel that, yes, I still have power, but after the, I'm not, I'm not uh, like, I don't know, maybe it's adrenaline, something like that. Mm-hmm. When the wedding finish, you feel like 
so tired, so exhausted. And sometimes you think about this long journey back home. So that's why I started booking some uh, accommodation Mm -hmm. nearby as well. Then I go back home, uh, do the backup of everything and start the process of editing pictures. Okay. So uh, just for our listeners, because I don't think we covered this in the intro, where are you actually, where do you actually reside in Scotland? Uh, in five, live in five. So okay. I have about three hours to get to Glencoe. Yeah. Okay. Six hours to get to I Love Sky. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Uh, that's always good to know, just for a base. Um, yeah. But no, we're, we're we're the same. We we can do Glencoe. That's absolutely fine. We can travel back on the same day. But it is we we are tired. I mean, I'm, I'm the one who mm-hmm. drives, but it's it can be more tiring than an actual wedding day. I find. Yeah, especially when you come back in the dark, when it's dark outside and yes. you want to fall asleep, but no, you cannot mm-hmm. need to drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, do your when when a couple come to you and say, "Hey, we're getting a uh, elope, we're, we're eloping," do you give them ideas for locations, or do they usually have an idea of where to go? And and mm-hmm. and and when and when they do have an idea. Is it more of a, a general, hey, I want to get eloped in Glencoe area. I want to get eloped in Sky, Because these are pretty big areas. Mm-hmm. So. so, yes. Sometimes I have the couples who ask me about specific location. Mm-hmm. So I can say, tell them pros and cons. Like, for example, the Quirik. It's very crowded place. Mm. Uh, Old Man of Store, it's a beautiful place, but it's very crowded during the day. So either oh, yeah. sunrise or sunset. Mm-hmm. But you have to be careful even during the summertime with midges. <laughs> so, yeah, for example, if they ask about specific, like, are, like maybe not specific, but general area, like Glencoe, <clears throat> I have already prepared a few guides on my website. So... Uh, with few ideas where they can go. Mm-hmm. So these are these quiet places where they can go. Uh, some of these locations have hidden gems where you can go as well. Um, so yeah, this is more or less how the process looks like. If they have like in the Scotland area, I can send them these free guides like Cane Gorms, I Love Sky, Glencoe. And depends what what would they like to like mountains, forest, logs, beaches, or something like that. Yep. I can advise when they can get married, or when yeah. when they can have the ceremony. Yeah. Is there any area in Scotland that, on your travels personally, you've been to and you're like, oh, I really want a couple to elope to this area? Like obviously because the Cairngorms and Glencoe. Yeah. Does, does the popular areas, but is there somewhere else that you're like, oh? Someone go there, please. <laughs> mm, at this moment, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I love the most cane gums area, mostly because of the trees, pine trees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and as well, this is the best uh, for, uh, like, when you have sunny day, you have completely different light in the pine forest than in the leaves forest. So the green is completely different. Mm-hmm. And in the green forest, like the leaves forest, it's, like the skin is very green. So that's why I prefer pine trees. And as mm-hmm. well, like the, um, I don't know, 
even the smell it's completely different so yeah <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah so when you position yourself like you you chose to position yourself as an elopement an intimate yeah. wedding photographer when you did that did you ever have any worries that well if i'm photographing an elopement it's only two people the gallery mm-hmm. might get a bit samey and there's not enough variety and if you did have those worries how did you combat them Hmm, that's a good question. So yes, with topic, I always think about this like a challenge. Mm-hmm. So yes, you have two people, but uh, especially I work mostly with introverted people. So you need to find a way. I'm introverted as well. So uh, that's why it's maybe a little bit better for me to like read the expression, read the emotion, how someone else can feel. Uh-huh. Mm, so yes it's a challenge mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it's quite hard like to do I don't know how to explain it's like mm, you, I try to avoid the same poses sometimes but I have a few safe poses which I always use just okay. in yeah. case but the rest it's like happening when we are going for a walk uh, when the couple is sitting somewhere um, when yeah, something when we are wandering around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Is that a challenge, being an, an introvert working so closely with a couple? Is that something you worry about? Because I know I have spoken to other photographers who also describe themselves as an introvert, and that is a worry of theirs. Do you have any mm, tips to help may- the introvert? Uh, introvert couple or introvert photographer? <laughs> <laughs> photographer yeah um so yes i'm introvert uh, i don't like crowded places like edinburgh during the weekend uh in a like touristic like the months when there are too, too many people yeah yep. but i love uh i don't know it's like Maybe I'm introvert, but I love being with other people. I love listening to their stories. So maybe this helps me a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I'm always very keen to listen to someone's stories, what they made, how they met, even what they did the day before, what they did today. So this is something what helps me. I'm very curious about other people and... Mm -hmm. Mm. I think this helps me as well, yeah. being in, an introvert and uh, being among people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you befriend your couple on social media? Do you yes. chat to them as yes, if you very are? Often. Yeah. And do you, do you stay yeah, connected with often. them after? Yeah. 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 I try as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we like each other, like post. Sometimes we send a message to each other, like, uh, what we are doing or where we are traveling, something like that. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm in, in touch with my couples even after the wedding. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. We like to do the same as well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's always nice. Even even years down the line, like you, we'll see posts of what they're doing, and I won't always interact, but sometimes when I do, it's quite nice for them. Um, that's yeah. quite nice to, yeah. for me as well because I like I like I, I like reminiscing. I'm a I'm a reminiscer, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're at an elopement. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your approach to shooting the ceremony? 
Um, do you work with the, the humanist or the, the celebrant to dictate where couples should stand and where mm-hmm. um, the celebrant should stand? Do, do you have any input as to that? or Yeah. Yes. So at the beginning, it was my beginning, so I didn't know that I can ask about this. Or I was always like looking at other photographers' photos and I was, oh, how they said these people like that? So yes, you need to ask about this. Mm -hmm. So I started, it was one of my first weddings with Rona Burstow. And she she asked me where I would like to the couple to stand. And I said, oh, I can ask about (laughs) this. Okay, (laughs) let's do this. So yes, so from that time, uh this is the best like yes you can be open you can talk with your celebrant and you can set the couple in a specific way sometimes it's a challenge because the couple would like to stand here like in uh, kinloch leven mm-hmm. no it's like uh, kinloch leven like this yep. live a, a loch near uh glencoe yeah quite famous yeah uh-huh, just up so around, you yeah. have like this small i don't know how it's called bridges something like that this br- wooden one mm-hmm. so i don't know why i try to be avoid nms on my picture so right it's like the couple wants to stand there okay let's do this but i'm like oh my gosh this wooden parts here around how to compose them inside yeah but yeah okay so you would yeah you'd recommend that they don't stand there that they go off to the i would but it's not about me it's about them and their wedding day and Mm -hmm. they want to stand there and it's their dream to be on this bridge like on this wooden bridge or something like that so yes it's their dream so it's a challenge for myself Mm -hmm. to do the pictures which will be uh nice looking or or like yeah it's all about this parts like sometimes you have signs on the street and oh my gosh the sign or fire exit (laughs) yeah yeah no i get you with that i get you with that uh, plus, we don't have Photoshop, so those if if that's where yes. our camera is, that is that is what we're gonna be capturing. So yeah, yeah. Um, during when the ceremony is happening, just for those who are wanting to get into elopement photography, and they they just don't know these things, do you move around during the ceremony? Is it quite comfortable for you to to move around? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, I am moving so much. Even my husband, when he's standing, he's like, you are here, you are there. Sometimes when I'm taking pictures, it's like, maybe not during the ceremony. During Mm -hmm. the ceremony, I'm very calm. So I'm like trying tip-topping, even if I'm outdoor in my (laughs) hiking boots, I'm like... Yeah. Tick, tick. <laughs> Go to the other side. Tick, tick. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, but yes, I am moving because yeah. it's nice to have like different angles of mm-hmm. the ceremony. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That actually right. I remember, I remember being, I think it was Norway where you had your big salopettes on. Fucking. And you were moving from one spot to another and it was just. Yeah. <laughs> The rubbing, the rubbing of the trousers together, and then, and then, so the crunch, loud. by the way, I've never heard snow crunch so much in my life. Like, oh. 
I'm like, bloody hell, man. I'm so noisy here. Like, oh. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, imagine you're, yeah. So, you're shooting in the castles, like inside as well. So, are you trying to tiptoeing as well? Yeah. Moving from one side yeah. to another. That's right. Yeah. I, d- I do something similar in the churches. You know how they've got the big, the big pillars. Yeah. When, yeah. when I've been told not to move, but. I, I need to move to do my job. So I'm like going from pillar to pillar very quickly, like, and then I'm hiding for a little bit. Did anyone see me? No, good. Right, the next pillar. Yeah. <laughs> like ninja style. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm clearly not as ninja as I would like to be, according to Greg. So that's that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to read something on your website. Um, I can't, I can't, can't remember where on your website I took this from. Probably your bio. Um, you wrote, I see beauty everywhere I look. Mm-hmm. I think you're beautiful just as you are, and that's why my signature editing style is romantic and natural. Yeah. So with that in mind, what, what do you look for when you frame an image and push the sharp button? Like, what catches your eye? What makes you go, that's a moment I want to capture? So, yes, it's a moment. So, it's happening right now. (laughs) So, what I'm looking for, like, uh, expression, emotions, like, even the light, how the light is lighting, how the light is going through the window, or uh, when we are outside, like, even the backdrop, how everything looks like, the Mm -hmm. angles, like sometimes it's even when I talk with someone, so it's the same with photography, um, like when the couple looks at each other, sometimes it's just a moment mm-hmm. when they look at each other in this specific way. Yeah. So like this is the beauty, like beauty of everything, mm-hmm. which I try to capture. Yeah. Which I try, which I want. Do not use the word try. Because <laughs> there is no which try. Which I want. There is no yes. try, there is only do. No, I want to do. This is what I do. Yeah. I capture yeah. the beauty. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. How would you say you are in like interacting with a couple in the day? You talked about you like to listen. So mm-hmm. do you? how do you make them feel comfortable on a wedding day and get sort of the images that you want from them? Uh, so, I am very, I have very specific sense of humor. So, my pictures are quite calm, but I laugh a lot during uh, the shoot, uh, <laughs> especially when I have my camera and I'm taking the pictures. And for example, there is a couple kissing each other and I'm like, wow, yes, yes, I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so I'm always laughing that I sound like a pervert. Sorry. <clears throat> so, yes, yeah, so sometimes I talk the things like that to the Uh or sometimes because English isn't my native language I am Mm -hmm. mixing hands with legs with heads so (laughs) it's like yoga Uh stuff Uh uh so we are laughing as well from these things and yes I try to laugh a lot joke a lot Mm -hmm. talk with the couple so we are just talking about random stuff about what they are liking to do what's their hobby uh, what they plans for the honeymoon even? Uh, why did uh, like 
I know why they chose that specific location, but even when we are doing the ceremony, like during the photo shoot, I ask them again, why did you choose this location? Why did you choose this dress? So just random stuff to, to talk to the couple, to make them relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. Just as well, you don't do video, by the way, because like there's some <laughs> some elopements or some weddings where Greg and I will just come back and we'll just say to each other, <clears throat> yeah, I hope they don't buy the raw footage because oh, <laughs> you can just hear my, our voice. Like it's just the it's just the worst. It's the worst. My husband, my husband, he's like that. He's like, you are talking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so well, even when he's doing some behind the scenes, uh-huh. it's like it's your voice. You are talking again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so struggle. it's not me. Yeah. So it's not only me. It's You're talking only, as well. Oh, all, not the time. Only all the time. <laughs> so um, I am normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, v- very much so. Or or okay. we're all just weird. I d- I don't know. Um, but, yeah. In fact, and, and there's all sorts I, of things. By the way, I sing when I'm when I'm shooting. So mm. like, if I'm shooting with the couple and I'm interacting with them, that's one thing. Sometimes yeah. Greg will leave me little messages. So he shoots. Um, he does kind of like voyeuristic type um, shots where he's like f- far away from someone, but he's like shooting from <laughs> with a long focal length, or or he'll just shoot me eating a canopy and make fun of me on camera. He leaves little messages so that when I'm editing, I come across them. I'm like, oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> They're not always nice. They're not always nice messages, Greg. F O. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is sometimes fun. Yeah, yeah, fun time. Yeah. yeah. Continuing on talking about like the couple shoot and interacting with them, you say on your website that you don't like to pose or try and engineer moments. So yeah. how how do you sort of, for want of a better word, pose couples, and how do you get them into the sort of movements and shapes that you want for? The composition. Uh, so it's mostly we are going. We start like we're going for a walk, so they can walk. Uh, I like I like directing them sometimes because we are not on a photo shoot every day. So this is something new for us, and it's always like uh, what to do with hands, what to do with our faces, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> So the couples, they can always talk to each other. So they are talking to each other. Mm, I can like, at some point I can say, okay, we can stop here. I have a nice view. Can you stop here? Can you hug each other? Mm -hmm. Uh, So from time to time, it's like, I don't know. It's about, after my first workshop, I have this thing about hands. Okay. How to set them, how they should look like. Mm -hmm. So that's why I try to be so such a perfectionist during taking pictures and then editing them. Yeah, okay. So um, it's about hands. So what you can do, so you can like, yeah, like, so this is what I tell to the couple. Our, our audio listeners like are like, what, so you can, what is she doing? <laughs> what, what she, so I am touching my face, like gently touching my face. I'm just kidding. You need to watch it. No, I'm just kidding. So yeah, so they can like, play with yeah this is another thing which because i am from poland so i can ask my couple yes you can start touching each other and they're like what <laughs> no it's like about you can caress it like face you can 
touch your hands, even like the small movements on yeah. your arms, head, something like that. So mm-hmm. these are yeah. the moments, moments which they can do in mm-hmm. between. Yeah, very yeah. Cool. So it's more like giving them actions to do, so that yes, they feel exactly. they don't yeah, feel yeah. they're posing. They're doing, yeah, yeah. They're doing something rather than posing. Yeah, I like yes, that. exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then you can go for a walk. You can run if you want to. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I got, I got, I, I quite often get our couples to run, uh, and sometimes yeah. they're not really. Up oh, for I it. love it. But I, yeah, I, yeah, I like it as well, to be honest. But there was one time, there was one time I forgot my glycam and I was like, "Eh, I'll just do it anyway. And I was running. I mean, I was literally holding my camera in my hand and I'm doing video. I'm shooting at 25p. So I'm not being, Mm -hmm. I'm not able to slow this down. And it's just me. I'm pointing the camera in roughly the right direction. I'm, I'm using autofocus to kind of keep them in focus. And I'm just running with them. And the footage looks absolutely just bonkers. It looks like there's no control. It's just, everything is just yeah. shaking. And to be honest, I quite, quite liked it, to be honest. Um, yeah. I have no idea how you can do this. It's like practicing your hands. <laughs> but, do you use gimbal or anything like that? Um, I have a glide cam. Which is like a gimbal, but it's it's <coughs> physics based. So it's like a seesaw. Um, yeah. So the weight is equal. The camera weight is equal to the the weight on the bottom of it. So you can kind of move forward, and the whole thing will just kind mm-hmm. of stay straight up. Um, but to be honest, I want to. Uh, for years, uh, Greg would joke with me that it was my crutch, that it was the thing that I couldn't do a wedding without, and. Um, I still love taking it to a wedding. I like, there's certain things that I like doing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm trying to not do that on elopements. So I haven't been recently. Um, and I suppose now that with the new kit, that'll be uh, something that I need to get used to. But yeah, I, I do. Really, I just want to buy a sling bag and have my two camera bodies with my two lenses in there. A drone, and that's that, like I don't want to be carrying anything else really. Uh, so yeah, just I'm just trying to cut down as much kit as I can. So yeah, yeah, I, know. Yeah, I do use it, but um, I don't know. There's too much emphasis half the time on on gimbals and stuff, and you know you can see you know there's companies out there, uh, filmmakers out there that use them a lot, and they're very good at using them. Um, Fire nice. Uh, oh, their, yeah. their stuff is very gimbal heavy, but it's it's edited in such a, a unique way, um, I, and I really like that style. But it's just not not for us. Um, so I'm I'm just trying to minimize because I'm lazy. I'm an old man these days. <laughs> you know, I've been doing this for. for I am thirty seven. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, just, yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, you know, we don't really talk about, so we, we've obviously talked about what's in your bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the little knickknacks that you carry around with you. But we don't really talk about um, things that maybe beginners don't think about. And obviously, we talked about my waterproofs and the noise during a ceremony. But let's talk um, practical equipment for elopements. Um, because this question pops up on 
you know, forums and, and blogs all the time for some reason. People really struggle about what to wear at a wedding. And a lot of people have opinion, very strong opinions as to what to wear at a wedding and what not to wear. Um, but let's focus on elopements because there's more of a practical element, I find, with elopements. So let, let's start with the, your footwear. What, what boots do you wear? What co- in fact, <coughs> let, let's just go, you know, bottom up. What do you wear in your bottom feet, up. your legs, your torso, <laughs> your hat, your, you know, just... Not underwear. <laughs> not underwear. No, no. I, I am wearing, but I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Bernadette does not wear briefs. <laughs> no one I'm wearing, but I'm not talking about it. Oh so yes, yeah. starting from my shoes. Yes. So uh, I've been wearing Salomon shoes, size five. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think I need to find more waterproof. My husband is laughing that I walk like a tank. So I walk. <laughs> okay. Even if there is no option to walk there, I will manage to get there. Uh-huh. So that's why I'm walking like a tank. I need much more proper shoes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I need to buy a new one. I am like using my, they should be waterproof, but after half year, they are not. I have no idea <laughs> yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get you. Uh, I am wearing like hiking trousers, something what is waterproof. This is the most important. Uh-huh. So waterproof trousers, waterproof jacket, always a hat because it's very windy in mm. the... Uh, Scottish Highlands, and I have problem with my sinus very often, like right now as well. Yeah. Is it <laughs> so, the, po- the with the pollen? Is that? I think yes. It yeah. started in Poland, so yeah. it wasn't so bad. I don't have it very often here, okay? Because I'm mostly wearing my hat almost yeah, okay. all the time. Got you. Uh, I have gloves as well, mm-hmm. mostly because yes, it's mm-hmm. cold in the in Glencoe in mm-hmm. uh, Old Man of Sky, this stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, woolen jumpers. Depends if it's uh, spring, summer, or uh, autumn time. So mm-hmm. something what's preferable. Okay. Um, what else? Uh, I always have some hand warmers, but it's mostly for the couple. Yeah. It's not about me. I I'm not sure if you are even able to <laughs> shoot with hand warmers. <laughs> I haven't yeah. tried yet. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <clears throat> so yeah, so this is what I have. I yeah. am still trying to find a better waterproof jacket. I am using Mountain Warehouse at this moment. Uh-huh. Uh, I have one a waterproof jacket from Treton. It's a Norway company. Okay. Sean, Sean Bell is using this company as well. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. So this one, yep. uh, but I would like to find something warmer, which will be mm. as well as well waterproof. Because, oh, yeah, because, well, yeah. that's just a shell, isn't it? The one that Sean Bell, I yeah. remember, um, yeah. his just a shell. So there's no, in fact, there's not even any, fact, what, what did he say? There's, there's not even, like when you've got it on, it might keep the wet, outside from coming in but it doesn't really it doesn't breathe 
Yeah. So yeah. Um, he's still ventilated. Yeah, ventilated. So so it, yeah, he's he still does get wet, damp, damp. I believe is the word that you used. So um, I haven't used this on outside for mm-hmm. photo shoot. I was using mostly mountain water house, but I would mm-hmm. like to go. I don't know, maybe even with rob or something like rap. Um, Rab. A rap. Right. Oh yeah. yes, yes. Similar to uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say so, similar. Yeah. Okay, something okay. like that. But if you know anything else, what is what is much much better, you can tell me your secret. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I I tend to just keep one very thin waterproof layer in my bag. It's a rains. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a what's that material? It's not tarpaulin, is it? No, Goratex. No, it's it's le- it's it's like a rubbery it's like a rubbery ah. material. Um, again, it doesn't breathe, but it's got little air holes uh, around mm-hmm. the armpits. I find that that's quite good to have on me. Um, mm-hmm. I did when I bought it; it was a size big bigger <laughs> than I needed it, so I could wrap it around my camera gear mm-hmm. if if it you know, downpoured. But um, you know, over COVID and all that kind of good stuff. I uh, haven't really gone back to the gym, so uh, I, it, it fits me nicely. <laughs> yeah, um, but to be honest, I got wet only like two or three times, like completely wet. Yeah, One was yeah. even before the ceremony, when we had a ceremony last year on the sky. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we checked the weather forecast uh, a week before, mm-hmm. day before, in the morning, in sh- it showed about one two percent of uh, the rain yeah so we went out to, uh, we parked the car we started climbing it started raining <laughs> so it, we were yeah. completely drenched yeah. that day before the yeah. ceremony oh yeah. man yeah i mean we've not really been caught out in a full downpour i feel like in scotland it it it, it can come really heavy and leave quite quickly yeah yeah, yeah that's um, true yeah so quite often How- how do you deal with a couple who might be worried about the rain? Because obviously mm. you mentioned that you're not worried about the rain and happy to shoot mm-hmm. in it and you actually like it. Mm. So how do you deal with couple who maybe are a bit like, oh no, it's, it's going to rain, I'm a bit unsure? I think most couples who arrived here to Scotland, they know that it might be raining. So they are prepared for this. And I, as well, when I speak with the couple, even if it's just the first conversation, I always tell it's Scotland. So be prepared for the weather. <laughs> yeah. It might yeah. be raining, the, it might be sunny, it might be cloudy, windy. We are not able to predict the weather, even the day before, even in the morning of the yeah. day of your ceremony. So they all are prepared. Yeah, so you cut it off before it gets to that nervous yeah, money just, on the just day. In case, yeah, yeah, just in case. And yeah. I always mention, be ready, have some layers. We can make a break. So it's not like I have four hours coverage and we have to go through this four hours, <laughs> no matter what's happening. <laughs> yeah. No, we can wait in the car. If mm-hmm. it's if the weather is bad, I have my jacket. The Like, bright, she's wearing only her dress. Or yeah the blanket and that's all so mm-hmm. it's not about me it's about them yeah. yeah and do you find do you find you know even if it is raining that most couples because you've had that conversation with them that they're okay to be out in the rain mm-hmm. yeah yeah if it's pouring like heavy rain we can make a break 
Yeah. So yeah. it's not a problem. If yeah. it's just drizzling or rainy a little bit, yes, we can do this. Yeah. And then quickly come back to the car. Yeah. And no, they can help buff. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm going to have a, a, a piece of clothing recommendation. I mm-hmm. found um, these socks. They're called seal skin socks. They're not actually uh-huh. se- they're not actually seals. It's just the brand um, sealskin <laughs> socks. Um, they are 100% waterproof and breathable, and they oh, wow. are they are the best thing I have ever purchased. So they're expensive though. Well, yeah, for I a mean, pair of socks. For a pair of socks, sure. But your your feet are going to remain completely dry. Um, and you yeah. can get you can get ankle versions of them. Um, you can get normal size socks. Usually, like the first pair I bought, they you know they went right up to my calf. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- and they are so so good. It was a recommendation from Andrew Ray, who lives on lives on the Isle of Skye. Like so, he's you know, um, but absolutely, I actually go paddle boarding with them, and my oh. feet still remain dry. They're amazing. So if you don't have money to spend on a very expensive waterproof new pair of boots use your old boots and just buy those socks because yeah. your boots will get wet but your feet will remain dry they're amazing amazing that's a good idea that's amazing. a good idea i have one waterproof socks it's always my husband who is taking care of me and he's buying me like this funny stuff sometimes yeah so yes i have one part but <sighs> it's not from this company Ah yes, well, they're, yeah. they're, I would recommend them. They 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 do. It feels kind of like not packaging foam. I am looking at them for. There's there's yeah. like a there's like the sock, but there's like this kind of like plasticky layer on the inside, mm-hmm. or there's whatever it is. I don't know. It kind of feels foamy. So um, if you have tight boots, uh, you might need to loosen them off. But you know they are. They are very good. I have to say, very good. Um, and since uh, since buying my first player. Um, I've actually been buying uh, more of the smaller pairs, and that's what I'll wear for a moment. So they're, oh. uh, they're really good. Probably the last thing I want to talk to you about, Bernadetta, is your color. <laughs> your coloring, because I, I realize we've been going on for quite <clears throat> some time, uh, and we've still got the Q and A questions. Uh, if you're willing to stay on with us, we have. I want to speak to you about your color grading. Uh, Photographers don't call it color grading, do they? That's a film term, do you? Okay. Because I am looking through your Instagram and your confidence with your greens. I am very jealous. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you've watched any of our films recently, but I just tend to warm them all up. I I, I feel like I just want to start again with my color grading, Uh, the way our films look. It's just very warm. And I do like the warmth of the, the, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I do like that. But, it kind of kills our greens, but your greens mm-hmm. here are delicious. <laughs> I, I I love them. So yeah, t- talk to us about your color grading and your approach to, to color. So I am mostly, I am using uh, Lightroom to edit my pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm, and yes, there was a time when I hated this color, like the greens. It was like, I used to, like, I love taking pictures outside, but because Mm -hmm. of the green, it was like, I wanted, but at the same point, I tried to avoid it until I found the perfect preset, which I use till now with some small tweaks. Okay. So, uh, uh, I use the preset from Archipelago Presets. 
Okay. Uh, from this company, mm-hmm. uh, I change it a little bit, mixed with the preset from Meridian presets. So this is how these okay. colors, uh, like how I achieve these colors. Yeah. When you pull your photographs into Lightroom and you apply the preset, do you do much more to the greens? The greens in particular, but obviously there's 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 other colors in your in <laughs> your portfolio. Obviously, um, yeah. What what's your general ap- approach to? To, to the green do, do you do you pull them down do you desaturate do you, and by you I mean the what does the preset do like I was quite lucky with the preset so when I applied I just do some small tweaks with masks but okay. I don't touch the green at all mm-hmm. so this preset is like like the the mine ingredients, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, okay. And yes, because I was struggling with uh, doing the best green mm-hmm. with editing greens at all. When I found this one, so like I try to keep, like I try, I, I'm keeping this preset uh, and use it almost every time when I'm editing pictures. Yeah. So it's mostly thanks to the the preset which which I use. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be an interesting project um, shooting with these new kits because they do render colors completely differently from other uh, camera bodies. So it'll be it'll be an interesting journey for me. I'm wondering as well how will that looks like because mm. each camera, even if it's the same gear, like maybe the same gear, mm-hmm. different companies are using different colors. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah. I mean, with... So photographers, usually you just tend to shoot with raw. Um, whether that yeah. be compressed or uncompressed, not too much of a difference really um, in terms of the color, I mean. Uh, but for video, you shoot in <laughs> so many aspects. You can shoot in log, S-log, other other log profiles, uh, Cinetone, like, and every one of these oh, has no. a color variant, and it's just, oh, it's very complicated. It's, and I don't really like uh, delving too much technically into all this malarkey. Um, I just try to look at it as, oh, I like this. I'm gonna keep with this. I don't like this. I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna deal with it. Um, so yeah, that that will be a fun journey. If anyone has any advice, um, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't want to be shooting in a log profile. I just don't. I've got other things to do with my time other than color grade everything to an nth degree. Um, so we'll be shooting in Cinetone. But if you have any uh, advice for me, uh, send it through to our Instagram. I'll be very appreciative. Um, yeah. I thought that you have to shoot in this F-Log or S-Log or anything like that. <clears throat> so the, the S-Log is like, and there's different variants of the mm-hmm. log. For, depends uh, on, yeah, camera. Yeah, because in yeah. general you want to be shooting the flattest kind of profile yeah. that your camera can handle for the dynamic range. Um, uh. that's, that's essentially why uh, filmmakers do that. Uh, and then the the pump the contrast back in they pump the sun the saturation back in um but it takes a lot of, a, a little bit of tweaking and to be honest um are your clients really gonna know uh, 
but I doubt it, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, just by saving the time we shoot with those kind of colors baked in. And um, we, yeah. Okay. So yeah, fun, fu- fun, fun color chat. But anyway, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't probably, uh, you know, del- dove into um, that. All I know is I don't want to be shooting log. So, hey-oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, thank you again. Thank you very much for joining us today. Like I said, this is a long-form uh, conversation that we like to have. I d- but I, I'm, I'm not. The timer's under my laptop. So if I pull it out, it says 2 hours and 28 minutes and 50 seconds. Exactly. That's a long time. So <laughs> we really do appreciate you coming on and talking to us. I hope it's yeah, been a you. good experience. <laughs> yes, it was. And I have no idea. I think it's the same like with the brides who are always very stressed before the ceremony. Mm. And it's only until the ceremony and then everything is like... So it was like that with me before this conversation yeah. and first few minutes. And I was like, oh, we are just chatting with each other. I've had a blast. I hope you have too. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. People can find us at cinematefilms.co.uk on Instagram and Facebook. Don't judge our Instagram too harshly. <laughs> <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash perspective by cinema. For as little as a pound, you can support the podcast. And also, we have for the price of a coffee every month, you can get access to the Q&As and any other bonus content that we create. That's where that's going to live. And uh, yeah, did you hear how long it takes me to produce this podcast for for Greg to post this to do this podcast throw money our way please or anything we'd love you (laughs) for it but if you don't have any money to give that's absolutely fine you're still our best friends you can hit that you can hit that record button you can hit that subscribe button to wherever you get podcasts and uh, if you're on a a platform that you can leave reviews please leave a good review because I'll call you out if it's a shit review. You're lucky I haven't called out your name, Mr. Cruel Person, who's like, oh, sorry, two two stars, three stars for saying um all the time. Hey, your guess is um all the time. Yeah, well, how about you just don't listen, pal? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you a nice shout out if you leave me a good review, my pals, my friends. Uh, however, in the meantime... Five minutes later. (laughs) Enjoy your life. (laughs) The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will.